and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. All right, it's the Brad and Brit cast. Thanks for joining us here. We're live in the 136 <laughs> Eastern Time Wednesday hour here. Thank you. And uh, we will not do one Thursday, but we'll be back Friday after the uh, January 6th hearing, which is Thursday night. Uh, check your local listings. Hey, you know, you know what I just discovered today? This is so lame. And I, I don't know whether you, but, uh, you know, I'm a customer and a happy one, as you know, of uh, Spectrum Cable. Yeah, they're, yes. they're, they're all things to all people. Yeah, they are. And uh, I just noticed today that uh, on my mobile devices, I get all these news stations just like the one that we have here mm-hmm. their local spectrum effort you know and they do this all over the country in in, in every city where there's spectrum cable and, and i just noticed today on my thing you know it was like 80 of them all right and they all look the same when you watch them and they're all terrible and right. they're, the pace it, it's it, it's all the same it's just you haven't lived until you've seen spectrum news dayton ohio (laughs) it's just oh man (laughs) that is the magic that is the magic of 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 cable and uh you folks if you haven't noticed this i'm sorry i brought it up (laughs) they're doing a hell of a job they're just doing a oh my god Uh, these are real movers and shakers in our industry. All right. Yeah, they are. Uh, what? Yeah. What do we? What do we have here? What do we have here? Uh, all right. I'll, I'll give you some choices. Uh, read my lips. No new mortgages. Oh golly. Um. Hey Don, would you say that the Secret Service acid washed the text messages? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you, you see what I did there? I see what you did. Uh, there goes the neighborhood. And uh, hey, Republicans, what's the difference between cutting taxes and canceling student debt? Mm. Start with the Secret Service, because the news has gotten more disturbing over the past 24 hours. The uh, messages appear to be permanently gone. The National Archives is looking into whether somebody did something criminal. Well, I'll... I'll uh... I'll make that uh, short and sweet. The answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what the excuse is? They said that they were changing over. This happens coincidentally. They were changing over to, to new devices in January. We, we've heard this 50 times. It's, it, forget it. I don't want to hear it. All right. I don't want to well, hear then it. Well, we then need, we need to discuss why the Secret Service is fucking covering up for Donald Trump then. That's because right. that's what's happening. That That's exactly that is, what's happening. That's the only thing that matters. That That is the only thing. Um that matters uh god deleted as part of a device replacement program uh britain i know you do this i do that every time i change phones that's the first thing i tell my carrier get rid of everything that i mean everybody everybody listening to us everybody watching that's the number one thing we're concerned about when we get a new phone, right? We want to make sure. And, and over the years, it's gotten a lot easier, a lot easier to transfer your information. I don't know how it is with your devices, your Android, with Apple. Fuck, you put two phones together. Yeah, that's and it. They look at each other and, and this thing spins. And a minute later, boom, everything's on that's your new exact. phone. But with the Secret Service, no, not, not possible. Oh, we're just going to wipe the slate clean and and start over that's very important including all your personal text messages like the one from your wife last week telling you to get milk on the way home that's got to go it's important we need to get rid of that the um the story that they tell is that the agents were allegedly told to upload all the old stuff onto some sort of server but it appears that some of them did not do that 
That's what well, they that say. Means that maybe that means that one did, two did. Possibly. In, in other words, my guess is, just, first of all, I'll bet you they're not trying very hard to find these. <laughs> so why is the Secret Service covering for Donald Trump? Do they believe in his presidency? Was he able to infiltrate them with I enough people know. that believe? No, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be a reason why you would protect the biggest criminal we've ever had in the presidency who almost destroyed the democracy. There has to be some reason. I would like a good reason for somebody. I would re appreciate somebody doing a give me one of those Jack Nicholson takes from a few good men. You're damn right I did it. I'd do it again. I would like for some son of a bitch to do that in front of the United States Congress to tell me what the fuck is going on. That would be nice. And what makes it even worse, you set the table. Let me throw some more food on top of this. Even the story that's in dispute about whether Trump physically tried to commandeer the SUV on January 6th, demanding to go to the Capitol while the Secret Service said, sir, we're going back to the White House, sir, sir, sir. And I'll bet you that's a time when they really did keep saying to him, sir. You know, he makes that up all the time to right. embellish stories about anything. But I, I, I'm sure in that situation, they were that way. Um, but, but that aside, the story, as we know it, makes the Secret Service look really, really good on that day. They did not let Donald Trump do the wrong thing and put his life in any more danger than it probably would have been had he been there. We don't know what would have happened. I know that Trump was convinced that everybody who had a gun that day, who had assembled earlier for the uh, the rally at the other end of the of the ellipse, there uh, none of them would have hurt him. Uh, but that's not the Secret Service's call to decide whether that's true or not. So they did what mm. they're supposed to do, and they they hustled him away. They. They did a, a, an, an equivalent thing that when you see that video of the shots that were taken at Ronald Reagan, how quickly they tackled him and put right. him in that car and covered him up. No, they can't get in the way of the bullet before it hits Reagan. They're, they're not Superman. They can't, they're not that fast, but they're damn fast. And they, they helped save Reagan's life. They were the beginning of the saving of Ronald Reagan's life. And he was, of course, close to the hospital, and they did a great job. He lived. Thank God and the Uvalde guys weren't there. 400 would have gathered around the guy for a while, around Hinckley. Yeah, let's take a look at him. Before yeah, they yeah. charge. <laughs> who, wait, yeah, who wants to jump on Reagan? I don't know. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, so th this time, you know, they, they did it. They acted quickly, and they wouldn't let Trump buffalo them. So they looked good. So that kind of ups the quotient here over what are they hiding? What are they covering up in terms of the communication that day? And I, I guess this would be another version of uh, what did the Secret Service know? When did they know it? And then when did they decide that no one needs to know what we knew on that day? And I know the first word in the title of what they are is secret, but not here. No, not what this is all about. So you can imagine some texts like, I just had to tackle the son of a bitch. He really wanted to go to the Capitol. He grabbed my arm. I had to fight him. Right. You can imagine that there were texts like that flying back and forth. Which, oh. again, by the way, if, if, if that's what it was, it would be more credit to them, more power to them. They're human beings. Yeah, okay. But, but then, it, you, then you're it, hiding it. Now you're hiding the text. You, you, I'm, I'm going to go with you willfully deleted that and make sure that nobody can see it in an investigation. And that's fucking right. bullshit. You're covering for Donald Trump right now. I've heard enough about how, well, the leadership's really good. It's just a few. No, no, no. This is bad. This is not good. This is secret stuff. This is the guy. And you need to come clean with this shit. And now you got, I, I hope somebody goes to jail. And I don't care if it's a dozen, two dozen. I don't care if it's 50. I hope some people go to jail over this shit. They won't. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's gonna. Uh, I, I just want to make sure. Wait, I wait a minute. My... You you don't think that this is like bon, prima facie bona facie? 
This is like obstruction of justice, it, deleting text messages from the tech from the Secret Service. Yeah, yes, Britt, uh, uh, put it in the hopper. There's there's 20 other examples of that. Every <laughs> one of them that we all see that Jonathan Turley thinks add up to nothing. That, that Jonathan Turley of of uh, Georgetown and Fox News these days just doesn't think add up to enough evidence to uh, charge, indict, and convict Donald Trump of being directly connected to what happened on that day and what is still happening now, but that's not what the issue is, but we know it is. Uh, but I just wanted to make sure that I had the nomenclature correctly here when I, like a smart ass, used the phrase acid wash. Acid wash. Uh, this was a fact check. It was a fact check from factcheck.org in September of 2016. All right. So this is two months before the election. Uh, the FBI investigation into Hillary Clinton's use of private email systems while Secretary of State continues to be a rich source of attack lines for her opponents, but not all of them are accurate. Donald Trump falsely claimed that Clinton acid-washed 33,000 personal emails to delete them, calling it an expensive process. The FBI said that the Clinton team used something called Bleach Bit, which is a free software program. It's not bleach. It's not chemicals. Notice how that was a forerunner for Donald Trump being obsessed with bleach because it was uh, not too much longer after that that he thought that maybe injecting bleach into your veins might help you fight off COVID. Remember that? Sure, right. Kind of a strong line. I'm making a connection right now as we talk about this. It's kind of it's, weird. It's a bleach. He's got a limited vocabulary. He's got a limited number of words he uses. So. It was the bleach in concert with shoving a very strong light up your ass, apparently, that was also going to kill the virus. Right. Uh, and then Mike Pence lied about it also and of course uh, when they finally got a hold of first half of the uh, 33,000 I mean, none of them were about national security it was all it was all bullshit and the only reason probably you really know the phrase acid washed is because and I uh, actually uh, ran my uh, special program Sean Hannity has used that phrase 75,412 times that's, since then that's exaggerating all right, all right, it's probably no more than 60,000. You're there, right. Now we're talking. Thank you. Thank you for your accuracy. Um, but the broader meaning of it is, you know, taking extraordinary measures to get rid of uh, documents or emails or, or, or texts or whatever. It's, it's just kind of a broad term that doesn't mean anything. Uh, but it may apply here, Britt, to what the Secret Service did with their text messages if they are truly honestly and beyond reach and unrecoverable even though i don't know about you i'm under the impression that the carriers can get this stuff that they they have it am i wrong yeah uh, i think are, you're are, yeah i don't i don't think you're regular, as accurate regular as you think, you know. as you so, know i i work i work adjacent to um uh, law enforcement. I'm not a sworn officer or anything like that. I've been told recently that one of the carriers keeps them for about 10 days and the rest of them don't keep them. And they're not required to legally under any circumstances. Unless there's like some kind of warrant or something, you know, some of that nature. But there's, they're not required to keep them and they don't, which I find so, unbelievable, but that's the case. So when you say keep them... Store them somewhere that, so that someone could go, I'm divorcing my wife... I'm, yeah. divor I'm divorcing my wife. Let's look back to August of 20 2019. I want to go through her text messages because I know she was banging this guy. Oh, no, we can't pull those up. I'm sorry. They don't exist. Okay. Right. Even if that's true, that doesn't relieve the Secret Service no. of being put on the hot seat here and having to truly explain and not make up something that's the equivalent to as my really clever uh, Facebook meme that I uh, created earlier this morning, the dog ate my text messages. <laughs> but it is 
That's the old, right? I remember one, one time they actually did find a story where a kid did have his homework eaten by a dog on the way to school. They actually found it. They found a dog that had his, but I think that's the only time. It's like the good guy with a gun story out of Indiana. The did, good guy um, with the gun story out of yeah, Indiana yeah. from over the weekend. The white does whale. Not, right. It, it, is, it is the one in several hundred, several thousand instances where a mass shooter is stopped after, by the way, killing people by a bystander who has a weapon. And luckily, the bystander was cool enough that he didn't. Uh, kill anyone else didn't shoot anyone else that's but they're using that right as the, mm. this is it this is proof this is and it's not proof in fact i say it's the definition of the exception that proves the rule ah uh, so um the kid and, going back to the kid who had his uh actually did have his homework eaten by the dog did they do in straight cheech and chunk style follow the dog around wait for him to shit it out um I, I used to have that on my computer, but uh, my server deleted it, and I don't have it. <laughs> they don't have it anymore. But thanks for asking. Sure. That's why I'm here. Thank you very much for asking. But, but you're, you're right. This is, uh, just by itself, uh, worthy of hearings, <laughs> a major investigation, a special prosecutor, the whole thing. But that's not going to happen because... Somebody you know, needs to get it. Well, I don't know why it wouldn't happen. I know we have a lot of other shit going on, but it doesn't mean just because we have people doing 85 and a 45 doesn't mean we can't arrest people for like striking a pedestrian. But, but Britt, it's uh, it's just uh, it's just very, very important that uh, uh, no one lose their job over this. We don't want to see anyone get fired. Right. Like, I think they're finally going to get around to firing this asshole in Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the parents, like, stood up. They've gone through all of the due diligence oh, and all the process with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, you know, who was this? I heard some. I think it was I think it was even, Trevor Noah, maybe even last night, said that, the, of course, the guy didn't have the decency to resign immediately. And I thought, decency? Are you? Nobody does that anymore. No. This, this, is, not, this is not Korea or Japan. Where when, you know, you have, have uh, dishonored your, your family and, and uh, everyone you know by your actions that you, you know, jump off the 10th floor head first and, and take a bullet. Figurative. We don't, not in this country. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm well, hanging around. Fuck Al- you. Fire me so I get my pension or some well, shit uh, like that. Right? Al Franken resigned pretty quickly. He was able to. For no reason whatsoever, Al Franken resigned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he took one for the team. Really? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That, that again. That's the exception. Yeah, that proves the rule. And Al Franken has more integrity than most of these other people combined. Times, times a hundred. All right. Uh, next, read my lips. No new mortgages. Mm-hmm. Uh, there goes the neighborhood. And, uh, hey, Republicans, what's the difference between cutting taxes and canceling student debt? Uh, let's do read my lips. No new mortgages. I'm very interested to hear this story. Mm. Uh, yeah, things happen economically now at light speed. I mean, yeah. it, it used to take weeks and months. And, right. you know, when I, when I cut the – here's one, and you still hear this one. You know, when they uh, they raise interest rates, it takes 12 to 18 months for the economy to feel the effect. Yeah, Bullshit. No, Not this no. time around. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, and in the uh, case of what's been going on the last few months with the uh, complete 180 that they've done in uh, no more uh, lower for longer at the Federal Reserve, they're raising interest rates. And that filters through to your credit card uh, percentage that you have to pay if you don't pay your bill every month and it filters through to uh, car loans a car loan you know that's that's not quite as big a deal as mortgages that's the big part of the economy that immediately gets affected and you can see that and here's what has happened um, the lowest mortgage demand in place right now since the year 2000 
uh, it just fell off a cliff. It changed overnight almost because effectively interest rates on a, on a regular old-fashioned mortgage have effectively doubled in the last six months. That's, that's approximate, okay? They've gone from the, you know, the, the low threes to close to six, maybe the wave of five and three quarters. But that, it, it's doubled. It's doubled. And that increases your, your payment tremendously. It tremendously increases your payment. And uh, as a result, people are pulling out of deals that they had made a few weeks ago, a few months ago. They can't afford it. And uh, that, in and of itself, is going to do uh, a lot to tamp down inflation because the cost of housing, buying new houses, buying um, houses that are already up, that is a huge part of that number that comes out every month, the consumer price index. It's a, it's in fact, maybe it's too much. Uh, I think it's about a 25% of, of what's in the consumer price index. So if that drops severely, uh, you will see, I think, the uh, next month when the consumer price index comes out, not a, it's not going to be, you know, what, what are we, like 8.5 or something like that. It's not going to drop down to 4. Not gonna, that's not going to happen. But I think it will go in the other direction starting right now, right here, uh, because of those numbers. Because if people aren't buying houses, that means they're not buying new furnishings. That means they're not going to Lowe's and Home Depot as frequently. They're not doing all those kinds. And it, it works exactly in reverse, as opposed to when people are buying houses and they're furnishing them and they're spending, spending, spending. It, it's, that's what's going to happen. So it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big, big deal that the housing market has come down. And by the way, keep in mind here, this is not a housing market collapse like we had in uh, 2008, 2000. Oh, no, but it's shaping up to be that. So it's coming no, down the pike. No, but th- these are not all people who uh, had uh, no job and had no credit rating but got mortgages anyway and even, money was even worse. It's the, the, it's the corporate ownership that are snagging up these houses that are going to have so much inventory and they're not going to be able to sell them. Well, that, you know, Hey, you know what? They, they thought they were smart on the yep. front side. Yep. And, guess, and guess, what? Be, uh, guess what the end of that is? Guess who's going to be asked to bail those motherfuckers out? Well, get ready for that. Coming down main street, pal, get ready. I'm, uh, that's not going to happen so fast. <laughs> not, not as fast. Not fa- I'm not saying it's they're fast. Brit, they're not a significant percentage of home ownership in the country. They're really they, not. The they've companies. been becoming a lot more recently, and I know you saw the story on 60 Minutes about how that they're snagging up I know, but, all over but the place. They, you know, if, if a company owns 30,000 homes across the country, that's nothing because there's tens and tens of millions of homes. It's just not that big of a deal. It, it just isn't. I'm more, they're... they're they're still small. The housing is still a local thing, and it's still an individual thing for the most part. So, I'm not I'm not worried about the the 60 minutes scare me story. Eventually, you'll get worried about it. What happens? So that that eventually you'll be like, well, I should have been worried about that. I guess these corporations were snagging these things up at a higher oh, rate than I oh, thought. Oh, I see here. Brit Brit setting Brad up for a C. I told you so. Is yeah. it? Let me mark that one down. Yeah, mark, <laughs> let's mark that one up. Let's see if that's the most important part of this story. As we're all going tits up, I'll be like, hey, I told you, look at that. Everything's burning around us. Hey, I told you so. No. No. <laughs> Everything's dying. Foreclosures throughout my neighborhood. My property value driven down. But, man, I, I, told, I told you so. <laughs> all right. You just said the word. You just said the word. You said the word neighborhood. Yeah. All right. All right, so let, let's talk about it here. And uh, less than two miles from where I sit is a a thing, a place, a series of buildings surrounded by a beautiful fence that was called the American Hebrew Academy. It's about 20 years old, almost 20 years old. It came to be uh, right after September 11th, coincidentally. And uh, three years ago, it did go tits up officially. It yeah. really went yeah. totally you know, out of business. Bankrupt, done, can't pay and, nobody, everybody out of the pool. Right, and they've been running on fumes really from day one. It was a kind of a financial fraud. 
since then from the beginning it was just fraught with all sorts of problems all right and they uh, you know this was going to be the uh, great draw for jews from all over the world who want to come and uh, learn in a boarding school and they put it in greensboro north carolina because the guy uh, i'm going to get into the whole backstory of how but it ended up here why it's here it's, it's a, a very it's a troubled history a very troubled troubled history, history. but uh, but but to be fair, it was kind of a cool thing, kind of a great idea. Yes, yeah. But it was, it was cursed from the moment that it finally got underway, and they never had the number of students who certainly would be paying to be able to make it a an ongoing concern. Uh, so the deficits were to the moon, and uh, finally, that was it. About three years ago. And it's kind of sat fallow since then. But they've cut the grass. They've cut the grass. They've kept the place, you know, from turning into an ice or anything like this. Beautiful grounds. You can still drive by it. And uh, a Chinese company allegedly had shown interest and had bought it a couple years ago. And they were going to reopen it. And uh, you you do your jokes about the uh, Chinese uh, food and uh, Jews. Sto- do you you put that one together and do your own jokes there? But you'll always happens. be you'll always be able to eat on Christmas Day. That's all I can tell you. Right, right. So, so it never did reopen. Uh, but suddenly, you know, a month ago, all of us who live fairly near to this beautiful place that's been closed find out that. The uh, U.S. government has uh, made a deal. The uh, Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, uh, and it's going to be kind of a way station, kind of a halfway house mm-hmm. for unaccompanied immigrant minor children who uh, got into the United States. These are not uh, people who you're not kids who came in with their families. And there's not a family separation thing here going on. These are unaccompanied minors. And all of us who live fairly close to them go, what the fuck is going on here? They say, oh, they're going to need 800 people. They're going to need counselors. They're going to need teachers. They're going to need custodians. They're, they're, they're going to need therapists. They're, you know, and these kids are supposed to be there for you know, 30 days, 40 days, and then they'll be <laughs> off with their families, their sponsors. And it'll be a great thing, but they're not giving out any information. This is like a secret. This is like the secret service and the, the, uh, you know, the text man, what the fuck is going on here? Okay. Uh, these are kids 13 to 17. And finally they had a meeting with uh, some of the neighbors. And now I'm not in the category of I'm a neighbor. Again, I'm se- well, probably two mile and a half, two miles away, but the people who live right there are wondering what's going on here um are we going to have several hundred people between 13 and 17 uh having free reign of our neighborhood just new kids Mm. now again this is tinged with of course racism anti-immigrant all the things that that you can ever imagine yet at the same time this is a very very worthy idea it's going on all over the country in different places it's not just this one it's not just greensboro north carolina this is going up all over the country these are again this is like you're going to have to devote local resources to security and stuff like that when we barely have enough local resources to take care of what's already here there of course they're they're saying this is not a, a a worry for the city this is u.s federal government money that's what they say. Going to be paying for that. That's, That's exactly what they right. say. Homeland Security is doing the vetting, and uh, you know nothing to worry about. Relax, and the the kids in there, they can't leave on their own. If they have to go to the doctor, they then you know they'll be accompanied. But it's basically where they're going to be, and uh, you and I can't go in there, and and, and they can't leave so they're trying to reassure the Mm. what about parking you know if you have uh, hundreds of people where are they going to park oh don't worry we got that taken care of really okay all right they're saying Um, that's what they're saying there's nothing to be concerned about um 
the numbers apparently are about there's about 120,000 unaccompanied minors in the comp- in the country right now. So this is a several hundred of them to be right. So this is kind of a kind of a small time version of a not in my backyard NIMBY or the uh, idea of and it doesn't really equate perfectly that uh, you know these more upscale neighborhoods you know they need to have a a more varied kind of uh, housing in there it shouldn't just be all rich people living near it you know that there should be variations yeah you need to live with the real people kind of stuff. Well, I don't want to live with the real people. I got money. I'm paying to be by myself away from those people. Okay. If I want to, if I want that, I'll go visit Harlem. Okay. Kind of not in my backyard. Um, so it's a, it, it's kind of a real time experiment, I guess. It's also a political issue just waiting to explode locally. And it would become a national story instantly. And the proof of that is, and I, I posted in a couple, about 10 days ago on one of the uh, local Greensboro political boards. And I said, if one kid gets out of there, one kid yeah. scales the fence and starts running through a neighborhood, if he just throws a can of Pepsi onto my lawn, yeah, it's going to be the biggest thing ever. It's going to be like the invasion of the body snatchers. Oh, my God. How could this happen? Right. How are you going to destroy? You know, it's another Pleasant Valley Sunday and they're ruining my life. Kind of thing. <laughs> but the pr- wait, the proof is that when the story first broke, Fox News sent a crew yeah. to camp out in yeah. front of the entrance. Because Fox was waiting for something to happen. Fox was waiting for a busload of kids um, to be dumped off there so that they could show the video and show that in a a very, very well-to-do suburban neighborhood of Greensboro, North Carolina, a swing state that Donald Trump won in 2020. I'm sure they would throw that in. Um. Uh, This is what Joe Biden's so-called policy is to dump these children into suburban neighborhoods. This is what happens when Democrats, you know, you could just see the setup there. Well, they were there for a couple days and they didn't get any video because the kids are not there yet. And uh, this might not this might not even happen until uh, the beginning of the year with actual kids there because that's not the kind of thing you just set up in three weeks and boom everybody comes it doesn't now did they uh, did they talk to some of the neighbors did the, the fox news interview yeah. some of the neighbors who were afraid about these oh, other children I coming to... you know what I, I didn't see any uh coverage of it because I, I i'll tell you one of the dumbest I, I i'm a consumer of of news on television now i'm more critical as i get older i'm watching the local news and they'll do the thing at 10 or 11 o'clock where they'll make the poor 24 year old who's making about 32 grand a year stand in front of this board of education like five hours after the meeting's ended just so they can have a stand up there's nothing happening but we have to make it look like we're on scene <laughs> it's that kind of shit right well you're you're right they could have uh gone live all day long and and said uh, at any moment a a busload of <laughs> and they don't even have to say it brown people between 13 and 17 <laughs> will arrive in this neighborhood. And by the way, the wh- where the uh, American Hebrew Academy, which is now not called that anymore, they've actually changed the sign, and it just gives the address of the place. It's now just 4334 Hobbs Road. It's called, it's called hey, hey, there's no Jews here. That's what it's called. That's what it says on the sign. Right. And its official name is the Greensboro Piedmont Academy Influx Care Facility for Unaccompanied Minors. Wow. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Wow. Jews? Never heard of them. I don't know. <laughs> nope. Right. Right. Now, uh, yes. And, and just for, for folks that don't know, across the street, I mean, when I say across yeah. the street, I mean right there on the street is 
Temple Emmanuel, That's Reform right. Temple in Greensboro, biggest, biggest one. And it is in a neighborhood where the homes range from about 600000 to a million and a half dollars. One of the nicer parts of town. Again, I do not, I do not live in that neighborhood and my house is not worth 600,000, but but I'm close. I'm right on, I am right on the edge of that. I'm in the wannabe section that, that you're you're the junior varsity. We're the JV. We're the JV. We're a little bit, you know, I have to kind of drive around my street and then up another street and then, then I'm there. Um, so it's it's kind of fascinating, and I, I think in the end it'll probably work out okay. And and uh, you know it it could be one of these things when once it's up and running, you know why was anybody ever upset in the first place? I hope it's that way. Here's the problem. Here's the political problem. The person who is the Congress poison yeah. representing our area of the world, Kathy Manning is really playing it close to the vest on this one. She is is playing that well let's see what happens. Let's 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 get more information. Let's uh I'm on this all the time. I want to see what happens. And the uh the 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 setup I hope for her sake politically is that really nothing does occur until January because that would be well after the November election. And he couldn't make it into much now, I just want to tell, let me speak some Spanish to you brown kids. I don't care if you run amok, but can we wait until January? <laughs> Is that really going to be the message as they get as they get the orientation coming off the bus there at the former no, American just, Hebrew Academy? Yeah, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just spitballing here. I'm just looking. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong either. This is in my neighborhood. This is in my neighborhood. So. Uh, we'll see, uh, but but when when you pull back and you go, wait, this is actually a great use for a facility that uh, didn't appear to have any kind of future at all. So yeah, they're doing something with it. That that's good. I mean, I would have thought that uh, uh, some other kind of private school would really really want to uh, uh, have it, but it's residential. You know, it's got lots of I guess places to sleep and and. But it's got a beautiful swimming pool. Oh, no, it's a great piece of property. Fantastic. The, the soccer stadium. and just, Oh, it's got a soccer stadium. The kids will be happy. No, that's what it. Just get, and then you get like other calls from around the neighborhood. Uh, they're playing soccer at 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, there's, we have to do that to tire them out, ma'am. Just go ahead and go back to sleep. It's fine. The well, lights they, are disturbing well, no, me. No, the good news is the soccer stadium is really far away from the entrance. I mean, it would actually be a – you could play all night. No God bless them. God bless them. Build another soccer stadium. And, and I, I, I assume that they're going to be hiring some people who maybe who are retired cops or off duty or something. Some people are getting some benefit of, of working there and working security and stuff like that. I would hope. Oh, you mean local people? I would hope. Yeah, it's got to be, Britt, because I, you're not going to have hundreds and hundreds of people and, moving yeah. into this area for what is supposed to be a temporary thing, a, a couple years at the most. So to uh, these these tasks and then what move on I, I, that doesn't seem to make any sense. So I know a guy that used to be um, he used to be on the cleaning crew and the janitor for the American Hebrew Academy and he wanted to make sure that he showed me the fantastic news story about them receiving those those loans those PPP loans when they were closed. <laughs> that was that was another thing that happened over the past couple of weeks as that story well, came that's out. True. That, that's absolutely true. Um, so there's a. There's that little one. So we've let you know about that, and we'll follow it, and you may hear more about it. We may hear nothing for weeks and months at a time, or it may be a thing. Uh, uh, we don't know. Or it could turn into Tucker Carlson's latest rant. You never know. <laughs> look if at the things. Look at the things go off course. The brown people raping and pillaging. You can always fall back on that one on Fox. That's always a great one when nothing else is working, right? Yeah. 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 Uh yeah. canceling yeah. student debt. Hey Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. Um the same people. The same people who with the straightest of faces are ready to cut taxes as the answer to everything, right? It's hot out, cut taxes. Right. Okay. 
the Cowboys are going to have another lousy season, cut taxes. Right. Doesn't matter. But you're only cutting taxes for rich people. Doesn't matter. It'll trickle down. Yeah. Right? Don't worry. Uh, if you cut taxes for rich people, they will take the money they save in, in personal income tax cuts and create jobs for, for the low life. In America, it's never, it's it's never worked that way. Work. We have several we have several examples, but they still continue to think it's going to happen. So, one of the uh, Joe Biden promises was to make moves on student debt, and uh, probably at some point during the campaign, he even used the word "cancel student debt." So naturally, that turns into right. Joe Biden promised to cancel everybody's student debt. And the far left of the Democratic Party has glommed onto that and said, you promised, you, you promised, you got to do something. Daddy said. Which, of course, right. And, and the implicit uh, uh, backing of that statement is, if you don't cancel student debt, we're going to sit home on Election Day because you broke your promise and we're going to let fucking Republicans run the country. Good thinking. Good thinking, AOC and, and the usual suspects. Good thinking there. But we'll put that aside for a second. <clears throat> apparently the Biden administration is about to do something regarding student debt. And uh, you know who Kevin Brady is? He's a congressman from Texas. Yeah, I think he's, I know that he's guy. Got a, he's got a shaved head. Yeah. And when the Republicans were running the Congress, you know, he would be like the head of, of the, uh, you know, the committee to be in charge of uh, like the finance committee and shit like that. So now, He's on the outside, but he gets all kinds of attention. And he is warning, along with the other Republicans, of the perils of canceling student debt at all, at all. But this is the line that just gets me. It just gets me. Quote, it's a giveaway to highly educated college graduates. It'll make rising costs worse rather than address the costs of college. Well, that's true it's going to college is going to keep getting more expensive no matter what, but okay, we get that. But the idea that everyone who has college debt is a rich person is of course idiotic. Okay. They're trying to position this as a, a giveaway to rich people, which is by the way, what they do in cutting taxes in general but student debt of course is a little bit more uh, narrow it's specific to people who have college debt uh and are there some people who are now very very wealthy who may still have some college debt yes are there some harvard business school graduates who ran up a couple hundred thousand dollars in debt and are now making big yes that that is true but again from a percentage standpoint, that's a teeny tiny part of the tens of millions of people who still have student debt. You've heard about these people that are our age, our age. They're still right. paying off their student loans. Right. So these are people that, that may have taken out loans in the 70s and 80s that, that are still paying uh, their their student debt. And, uh, and clearly, if there's any thought given to this, you realize you could give some relief on student debt in a progressive manner. In other words, the richer you are, the less help you would get with your student debt relief, right? Wouldn't that make the most sense? And it, make, do it, it, that way? it becomes an economic stimulus as well. So, I mean, there's right. that. Right, right. But hang on. They're going to make the case that relieving student debt contributes to inflation mm. because then these people who had to pay you know, $600 a month to pay off their student loan every month, they're going to go out and start spending in the economy again, and prices are going to keep going up. So the only way we can help whip inflation is to keep our thumbs on the backs of people who have student loan debt. And this so, is the Republican argument here. So consumer, it, spending, is, uh, consumer spending is bad? Is that what I'm hearing? That's not, that's not a right. good thing? Okay. I just want to make right. sure I'm clear on it. 
Exactly. Consumer spending is bad. We need to get it down so we can get that recession in place quickly so we can whip inflation, which is not really necessarily going to happen so quickly, not so easily. Um, Because a couple of times, I think uh, this century, we've had people like we've had presidents. Here's a check. Go out and buy something. Right. We've had those little stimulus checks and they've come in. They said, and you're supposed to take that, not save it. You're supposed to go out to Target or whatever and buy some shit. Right, but we're not at this moment. We're not trying to stimulate the no, economy through no. more spending, but but that's Weird. different than than, than uh, trying to to uh, forget about people yeah. who have these ridiculous student debt loads that really uh, don't allow them to to buy homes, which of course that's another issue, uh, and well, and other things, and, and and get out of their parents' basement. Okay. Well, that's what well, that's what Generation Z is saying. And look, it's not like we want to stay in mom's basement. We just don't we have these fucking loans. We can we could we'd like to spend that money on a mortgage, but we can't. We can't get out from under this goddamn loan. Right. Okay, so all right, I I got a uh, uh I got a quandary here, a question here. Oh, Who's God. more likely to get out from under the amount of money that they owe for a deal that they signed? People who ran up student debt with college loans or Elon Musk trying to sneak out of his, his signed deal to buy Twitter for 40. Yikes. Oh, yikes. (laughs) You know, I think it's going to happen with that. What do you think is going to happen? I think, and you know, the, the, the judge is just not taking any shit from him. I love this. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. Uh, And uh, by the way, this is a Trump judge. Trump. Oh, good. Good. Not even, uh, I think what's going to happen, and I think the breakup fee to get out of the the deal originally it was one billion dollars, which we're under the impression that that's not a lot of money for Elon Musk, um, and it probably isn't if he's worth north of you know two hundred billion, whatever he is. Uh, but I think what's going to happen is they're going to come to a different figure, as you know, they could. F- technically i think make him buy the company that he doesn't want i mean this is like go to a car dealer i want that i want that car the one that's ninety thousand dollars and you sign the papers and you go home and you're, what the fuck did i just do you cannot go back to a car dealer after that and say i i don't want to do the deal i you you sign it you're that's in yeah that's it that's it. You, 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 the car is yours. And so he, he can't get out. So I think what's going to happen is uh, the compromise number is going to be $5 billion or so. They're going to say to Musk, okay, you want out of this? You don't want Twitter? Uh, you've done so much damage to us in the last three months that the only way we're going to let you out of the deal that you signed with us is – to not pay us the one billion dollars that's in the deal, but you're going to have to pay five billion. Maybe it'll be a, even a higher number than that to get out there. But obviously, he he's now figured out he doesn't want anything to do with having to run Twitter day to day because it's a kind of a big job in and of its own. And, and I think he has a side job there, building cars. I can't remember. He does something else. Building cars that catch on fire at a pretty alarming rate if you're seeing yeah, some of that right nobody wants those cars Stop. <laughs> look are you seeing the, the cars catching on fire though are you seeing i understand that? that and you know you know what that's done to demand for teslas uh, not nothing okay because well, so, people are people are stupid isn't that rule one well you know yeah isn't that hey i can't wait to burn up in one of your cars order me one i gotta get one next I, summer i don't I don't have one, but I'll let everybody else buy them, and they'll work the bugs out, and then then some <laughs> work the bugs out after they're dead. <laughs> yeah, after they're dead. <laughs> after they're dead. <laughs> right. Uh, r- right now, they can't build them fast enough, and we'll find mm-hmm. out later today uh, whether they are uh, still in that position. Whether uh, we'll see. Uh, today is earnings day for Tesla after four o'clock in the afternoon eastern time on wednesday uh but i, I that's my that's my prediction he, he doesn't want a part of it and if twitter walks away with that many billions of dollars uh that'll make them whole they need the money uh their stock price has just basically gone into the shitter 
Oh, since all, all this happened it's made a bit tech, of a comeback but not all the much. all the tech stocks are dying but yeah they've they've right. been a dog for a minute well no well they're not no they've done they actually have had a, a, a nice comeback here recently but uh but twitter in particular has never ever been uh, a, a, a big winner in the stock market and right. so the money will go a long way for them because i don't know i, I think they have I think the number they have two hundred million daily users. It's something like that, which right. is that's not nothing. No, it's not. Uh, but you know, Facebook still has three billion, and you know, I think Snapchat has as many as Twitter. So they, right? They, they've got to figure out how to how to run the company a, a little bit better. But uh, if yeah, if you walk away with a, a five five billion dollar check, they can do other things. And that that's my prediction. Well, if uh, if Fire Marshal Bill, if if Fire Marshal Bill is down for the cause, we go look. I'll offer you guys half a million dollars right now, and then he'll sell it to Trump for a dollar. If he truly believes in the cause, if he really wants to make this happen, if he truly believes in libertarianism and freedom for all and all the other horseshit that he espouses. I think, yeah, no, your scenario sounds like the most realistic one, but he has done a lot of damage in his due diligence and his public bullshit and everything else. He's done a lot of damage to the company uh, publicly. It's not been a good time for them at all. I think he already said it was like a month ago, six weeks ago before it all. He says, oh, we're going to probably fire about half the people here. Oh, that's good for morale. <laughs> But didn't he come back and say, I, 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 didn't mean, I didn't mean that. I meant 75%. Yeah, you didn't hear what I said, right? I, I didn't say that. I mean, what are you people listening to? <laughs> it's men in black. What you think you saw, you did not see. Right, 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 right. Uh, what else? But you know what? That's, that's what we got for today. That's it. Uh, you know, we've, we haven't gone uh, hot and heavy on the January 6th hearing because – it hasn't occurred yet, but there's a lot of things going on. Now, I don't know about you, but it just feels to me like there are going to be several more of these, that this is not even close to the end. It may feel like it, but it's not because people are coming out of the woodwork and, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's goings on down in Georgia away from Washington that, are just just rock, fucking they're, they're dragging rudy giuliani in there uh lindsey graham has suddenly seen the light and decided it's probably a good idea to to not fight a subpoena <laughs> okay uh so that, i saw that rudy was gonna have to testify in georgia did you just say yeah. that? yeah 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 and um uh i i just hope that where he testifies that they've got the air conditioning down to about 65 so that you know he doesn't sweat so much 